Welcome to the Fit Man Over 40 podcast, your number one online source devoted to men's health, fitness, and performance. Whether you're a weekend warrior or looking to get into the best shape of your life, the Fit Man Over 40 podcast provides cutting-edge men's health information you won't find anywhere else. Hey guys, this is Jason for FitmanOver40.com, and in today's episode, I'll be discussing the important role and functions that your liver plays in your overall health. I'll talk about common causes of liver dysfunction, common symptoms of suboptimal liver function, and finally, I'll cover simple lifestyle strategies you can implement to protect the health of your liver, as well as key nutrients to support uh, detoxification. The liver is the most important organ of detoxification in the body, and in fact, it's so important that even if three quarters of it is destroyed, it has the ability to regenerate itself into a whole new functioning organ. Now, because of the current amount of pollution in our air, water, and food, our livers are being challenged like never before, not only from environmental insults, but also by modern lifestyles with high levels of stress, poor nutritional habits, and a deluge of pharmaceutical and recreational drug use. The liver acts as a filter for your blood, and in fact, your entire blood supply passes through your liver and is cleansed several times over the course of a single day. If your liver's detoxification capacities become overwhelmed and impaired, this can lead to an accumulation of toxins in your body. And a particular concern in this scenario is cancer, with evidence suggesting that environmental carcinogens are one of the primary causal factors. Things like uh, cigarette smoke, car exhaust, pesticide, herbicides, uh, household cleaning products, clothing dyes, printer ink, uh, fumes, and personal care products are all common sources of potential cancer-causing chemicals that you may come in contact with on a daily basis. The liver is also a vital organ for the metabolism of hormones, uh, breaking down excess hormones and then excreting them from the body. Estrogen is the primary hormone that the liver metabolizes, and if the phase one and phase two detoxification pathways of your liver aren't functioning optimally, then there's a very potent form of estrogen called 16-alpha-hydroxyestrone, which can build up in your body's tissues. And this will increase your risk for cancers, uh, particularly men, prostate cancer, as well as cardiovascular disease. High levels of estrogen can also upset the balance and production of your testosterone, uh, and this happens in aging men, uh, by raising a protein called sex hormone binding globulin. And this protein binds to free testosterone in your bloodstream and makes it unusable by your body. And obviously, this isn't a good thing when you're trying to reduce body fat, maintain lean muscle tissue, and your sex drive as you age. What I've mentioned so far is really only the tip of the iceberg when it comes to the vital functions that your liver performs. Some of the additional functions include storing glycogen to be used later on for energy, producing bile to break down dietary fats and eliminate fat-soluble toxins, storing various vitamins and minerals, converting carbs, proteins, and fats into energy, filtering the blood and regulating blood clotting, helping to maintain fluid and electrolyte balance, manufacturing various hormones such as the anabolic IGF-1, helping to maintain stable blood sugar levels, and converting toxic ammonia from protein metabolism into urea so it can be eliminated by your kidneys. So what can go wrong? Well, since the liver is responsible for so many functions in the body, There are many different factors that can contribute to a dysfunctional liver. 
one of the most common liver conditions is fatty liver, which is marked by an abnormal accumulation of fat within the liver cells. Now, fatty liver is typically a chronic condition that develops over a number of years, sometimes showing no conspicuous symptoms. Uh, some of the common causes are exposure to toxic chemicals, substance abuse from alcohol and recreational drugs, diabetes, and obesity. If fatty liver goes undiscovered in its early stages, it will get worse, and this will initiate inflammation in the body, cell death, and fibrosis, and these things will set the stage for cirrhosis of the liver. Now, once cirrhosis sets in, your days really will be numbered without a liver transplant from an organ donor. Cirrhosis used to be seen predominantly in alcoholics, um, but with a steep rise in obesity in North America, more and more cases of fatty liver and cirrhosis are being diagnosed within the general population. Recent studies have shown that obesity-related liver dysfunction contributes to endotoxin buildup in the body, along with lipid peroxidation, which is the destruction of fatty acids by increased free radical production, and this results in major cellular and tissue damage. The viral infections, uh, hepatitis B and C, are another common cause of liver dysfunction, and combined, they affect hundreds of millions of people worldwide. Only about 5 to 10% of individuals infected with hepatitis B become chronic cases, with approximately 1 million people dying each year from hepatitis B-induced complications, such as liver cancer and cirrhosis. But fortunately, 90% of people who become infected with hepatitis B will eventually develop antibodies to the virus, and this makes them immune to any future infections. Hepatitis C, on the other hand, has a less optimistic outcome for infected uh, individuals. A large majority of hepatitis C cases are chronic and progress to become cirrhosis or liver cancer. In fact, hepatitis C is the number one cause of liver transplants in North America. The virus is transmitted via blood and infection rates are highest in IV drug users, but it can also be transmitted with varying degrees through uh, things such as tattoos and piercings, uh, sexual contact, or sharing of any paraphernalia that may have been contaminated with infected blood. The standard medical treatment for hepatitis C has been a combination of ribavirin and interferon, but a new drug regime has recently been developed that can eradicate the hepatitis C virus from the liver in 80% of cases in just 12 weeks. The only drawback is that it currently costs $80,000 for one course of treatment, so it hasn't been widely adopted by the medical community at this time. So those are two of the main causes of liver dysfunction, and as I mentioned earlier, they don't always present with conspicuous symptoms. So without proper blood tests for things such as liver enzymes and bilirubin, you may not even know that your liver is impaired. But there are some symptoms to watch for that may indicate suboptimal liver function due to damage or disease. Um, but keep in mind that these symptoms can also be caused by a number of other conditions unrelated to liver function. So really only use them as indicators to gauge whether or not you require further medical testing through your primary care physician. So some of these possible symptoms of liver damage to look out for include uh, high LDL cholesterol and low HDL cholesterol with elevated triglycerides. Difficulty losing body fat despite diet and exercise, gallstone and gallbladder disease, abdominal bloating with nausea, pain under the lower right rib cage, unstable blood sugar issues, poor mental focus, low moods and irritability, food intolerances, chemical sensitivities, chronic fatigue, body odor and bad breath, dark circles under your eyes and yellowing of the whites of your eyes, 
high estrogen and low testosterone in men. If you're currently suffering from two or more of these symptoms, then your next step should be to have your family doctor order the appropriate blood tests for liver function. Now, obviously, the ideal situation is, is to not let the health of your liver degenerate to the point that the previously mentioned symptoms become apparent and problematic. So in order for you to avoid this, you need to take preventative measures that involve reducing your exposure to environmental toxins and supporting healthy liver function with specific nutrients. As far as reducing your chemical load, it's a good idea to take a second look at the personal care products that you use every day, such as uh, shampoo, body washes, cologne, deodorant, toothpaste, skin lotions, hair dyes, and hairstyling products. What you should do is check the labels for chemicals such as phthalates and parabens, uh, as these can impact your liver and hormonal system. Um, so try to find less toxic products with more natural ingredients. Uh, one tip you can do is to ask around at your local health food store, and they'd probably be able to present you with viable chemical-free alternatives. Another source to be conscious of is the food uh, that you eat, uh, which may contain pesticides, herbicides, and hormones, uh, such things as fruit and vegetables and animal products. So try and buy as much organic food as you can afford, along with naturally raised meats, eggs, and milk. Uh, because many toxins are actually stored in fat tissue. So when you eat animal products containing fat, you're potentially consuming any toxins that that, that animal may have consumed and stored in their body. Household cleaning products uh, can also contain chemicals that will gain entry into your body through your skin and lungs. Uh, and this will cause your liver to work overtime. Uh, the good news is, is that you can reduce your toxic exposure to these cleaning products and also save yourself some money uh, just by using white vinegar and baking soda for all your cleaning needs. So if you're going to clean your sink, your countertops, bathtub, fridge, stove, whatever it may be, uh, you can just use vinegar and baking soda. Uh, for cleaning your clothes in the washing machine, I recommend using just old school Borax, uh, which is less harmful to your skin. And it's also less harmful to the environment than the newer petroleum-based detergents. When it comes to nutrients for supporting a healthy liver, you'll want to take a two-step approach, which consists of herbs that detoxify your liver and nutrients that support the function of your liver. The best herb for liver support, in my opinion, is milk thistle, which has been used in traditional medicine for hundreds of years, and it has extensive published studies proving its efficacy for healing and strengthening the liver. Uh, the active compound in milk thistle is a highly active bioflavonoid called silymarin, which acts as an antioxidant to protect the liver from free radical damage. It blocks the uptake of various toxins in the liver. It enhances the, the detoxification enzymes produced in the liver that help to break down toxic chemicals, and it also helps to regenerate damaged liver cells. The recommended dose is 300 milligrams per day with meals for one week each month as a, a liver maintenance protocol. Dandelion root is, is a bitter herb that's been used in traditional folk medicine for hundreds of years as a tonic to stimulate uh, a so-called sluggish liver, um, but it's been shown to help cleanse the liver of toxic buildup of pharmaceutical drugs and to stimulate the flow of bile from the gallbladder, and this helps to eliminate any fat-soluble toxins from your body. The recommended dose of dandelion root is 2 to 3 grams per day of raw powder for 2 to 3 weeks at a time. N-acetylcysteine is an amino acid that is often used in emergency medical situations to treat patients uh, who have liver toxicity from overdosing on Tylenol or poisonous mushrooms. 
Uh, it's capable of protecting the liver by increasing intracellular levels of glutathione, which is the most powerful antioxidant in the body. And this thwarts the destructive effects of unstable free radical molecules. N-acetylcysteine can also directly neutralize toxins and heavy metals that tend to have an affinity for organs such as the uh, liver, kidneys, as well as other uh, fatty tissues located throughout the body. The recommended dose for N-acetylcysteine is 600 milligrams two times per day to help maintain stable blood levels. Glycine is referred to as a conditionally essential amino acid because the body can make it under normal circumstances. But when the body becomes highly stressed, as is the case in a buildup of toxic chemicals, then the demand for larger amounts of glycine increases. Glycine enhances glutathione production to fight free radical damage in liver cells, and it's also highly effective at neutralizing the toxic potential of food preservatives such as benzoic acid that are found in many supermarket uh, food products. Studies have also demonstrated that glycine accelerates liver regeneration from alcohol-induced damage, and it reduces the harm to liver cells from endotoxins produced in the intestinal tract. The recommended dose is 1 to 3 grams per day on an empty stomach before bedtime. So that's it for today's episode. If you have any questions about this topic, feel free to leave them in the comment section below and I'll do my best to answer back. Also, don't forget to click the subscribe button so that you can be instantly notified when the next episode is released. So thanks for tuning in to the Fitment Over 40 podcast. I'm Jason Simpkins and I'll see you next time.